Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble. It's the uh, Monday night phone-in. Um, Lines will open very soon, I'm shortly, because I know there's a, there is a little bit to speak about tonight. Um, so as always, guys, you know, uh, like, subscribe, all of this. We're um, we're closing in on the uh, the six thousand mark for, for sort of um, likes and subscriptions now for, for the pod, which is amazing. Um, and Martin has now officially launched the TikTok channel. So uh, if any of you got kids, I guess we're we're on TikTok. So um, our first video went up today. That's Rangers underscore Rabble. So uh, everyone can see some little clips from the show on that. Um, and as always, we're sponsored by Zenith Coins. Um, RR10 at the checkout will get you 10% off all your Rangers goods there. I think I covered most, except uh, probably one of the most important ones, actually. Um, we are doing the Bears Up the Stairs challenge, um, which goes to a great cause. Um, and I believe the uh, Just Giving page, the, the link for that is in the description. So I know times are tight, but if anyone can check that out and, and anything you can give towards that would be you know, absolutely amazing. Um, tonight I'm joined by Elaine and Kerr. Elaine, how are you? Very well, thanks. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah. Just, I didn't remember much of last night, but um, yeah, it's a bit of deja vu. Kerr, how are you? I'm fine, Stuart. I'm fine. Just hopefully tonight. If you don't remember last night, it's good for the night because you don't know. Yes. What, you don't understand. You don't know what point we made last night. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so the phone lines will be open shortly, guys. Um. We'll let you know as soon as they are. I wanted to jump straight into the the ticket prices originally. Um. But I was just checking your comments before we started, and and it seems a lot to be uh, surrounding Ross Barkley rumours. Um. He's just left Chelsea. Is uh they've they've agreed a mutual termination of his contract, so he is now a free agent. And it seems the last day or two there was sort of a couple of links, and and now it's gone into a bit of overdrive, especially now that he's left the club. So I think we'll start there before we open the, the phone lines because I think there's going to be a lot of discussion around ticket prices later. So um, if everyone lets me know what they what they do think of Bartley in the comments, um, Elaine, 
how, how are you feeling around the potential transfer of Ross Barkley? Um, to, to be fair, we were chatting just before we came on and Kerr's probably slightly better place to talk about um, him in terms of I don't massively know a, a great deal about him apart from the fact that he's obviously not getting a game. Um, from what we were talking about before, there's been a lot of people saying about how he's injury prone. But actually, um, I think Kerr's point now, he's not, he's not getting a game. So he's not playing not because he's injured. I think he's had a few niggles previously. My only concern, really, is the fact that we tend to be doing this mould where we're going for we're going for a name, we're going for someone who's playing down south, we're going for someone who's on big wages. Clearly, we're not going to be matching the wages he's on at Chelsea. But is there maybe better value to be had if we look a bit further afield um, and we maybe don't necessarily go for someone with such a high profile? I'm I'm not I'm not 100% sold, but to be fair, I don't know. I don't know a great deal about it, um, and I'm willing to be proved wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's going to be a common thing, isn't it? I mean, this this is a guy that's on two hundred, well, was on two hundred thousand pounds a week at Chelsea, so we're clearly not going to get anywhere near that. Um, no. But you know, it, it might be a case that he's not had a lot of game time recent. Maybe this is what he needs to to kickstart his career. But he's a 28 year old, big physical midfielder, great technique. 33 caps for England. I mean, if you could do a deal, is, does that not represent good value for money? It depends, obviously, what the deal is, but I don't think we'll end up at Rangers. I think we'll end up somewhere else. But if he did want to come to Rangers, I would say just look at it because I think he's a really good footballer. That's just my opinion. I think he's really good. At Everton, he was phenomenal at times. And you said you, get 30, you don't get 33 caps for England if you're a poor player. I mean, you have to have something about yourself. So, and if you get a move to Chelsea, which was probably the wrong move for him at the time, he just went there because obviously a lot of players go to Chelsea and end up disappearing because that's the type of club, well, not just Chelsea, but that's the type of when you go to a bigger club, you disappear. It's like Jack Grealish going to Man City, isn't it? You don't really hear much about him. I just think people look at his injury record and he has been injured, like Elaine says, on and off, but it's not as bad as Aaron Ramsey. Nowhere near, I think. Ross is just been unlucky with a few niggles here and there. And then he didn't get on the Chelsea side, but a lot of people don't get on the Chelsea side. And he was on that money, which he's not going to get really elsewhere. So if he did come, you want somebody to come. Sometimes you go for a player who's been released. There's two options. A player's got a point to prove. And you can look and get him when he comes with a point to prove, which is going to benefit you. Or someone who just basically doesn't give a shit anymore and is just going to come from that age. So it's a flip of a coin what when you, what when you get when you take a player like that. But potentially you would, you would give it a chance because he's only 28. He's not washed up. Do you know what I mean? He's only 28 year old. If he can get the best, or even 75% of what he was doing at Everton, then you would give it a chance because oh. he's a freak. Then, it just depends what wages you would want. Yeah, definitely. And and I can see, you know, the, the comments again, uh, absolutely mad with discussion over Ross Barkley. So you'll all be pleased to know that the phone lines are now open. So if you want to uh, talk to the guys, about, about is he linked to us because his agents already, his agents, he's got five players at Rangers already. Is that one of the reasons he's been linked to us? Wow, you took the words out of my mouth there, Kerry. That was all just about <laughs> to, to, go, to go to Elaine with that one. But I'll, I'll stay with you. Who are the other players? 
Oh, it's too, sorry. It's really, really sorry. Uh, we have actually got a caller. <laughs> caller, <laughs> caller ending so quick tonight. Straight on. Caller ending four three four. Uh, you're on the Rangers rabble. What? Uh, what's your name and uh, what's your point? Well, it's Scott. I can't believe oh. I'm not actually on the show, Thank so you. I thought I'd call up. Oh, oh, my God. God. I've seen so many of your comments. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah, I was fine through the comments, and I thought, why not give it a call? Because I understand the trepidation about Barkley, but come on, he's so far from another Aaron Ramsey. And we're talking about, it, talking about a guy that's played for England, top-level footballer, 28 years old, since when did we get to the stage about being this picky about a footballer? And I read on Twitter that uh, this folk who would rather have uh, this Brazilian guy, Evander from Michelin. Are we really comparing the two here? Well, I mean... Have you, have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> yeah. that. You're actually a sport on Scotty. We we did we did speak about one of the things I did remember from yesterday is we we did discuss uh, Evander, um, but I mean Scott makes a good point there, Elaine. You know, I think we were burnt a little bit by Aaron Ramsey because of the, the, the hype behind him. But you know, we said earlier a twenty eight year old, six foot two, imposing England international. Yeah. I mean, are we ever going to get a chance to sign another player like that? Especially when you talk about, when you put his stats out there like that, um, and as Kerr said, might have a point to prove. So, so that's the thing. Um, when, when you're saying like that, do you know, I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate 33 caps for England, and we have spoken previously about people coming up to Scotland thinking they can stroll it, but actually, if he fits the mould, um. I, I, I do quite like, I like a midfield with a bit of aggression in it. I think that's what we need in Scotland, especially, um, you know, I, I don't think he would fit the mould in terms of the people who come up and does think he would stroll it. And as Kerr said, you, you, you might just have a point to prove. I have no issue with players using us as a stepping stone because we've got to realise that in terms of the club, if we're a sailing club now or in terms of, even if you look at the Tillman deal, the Tillman deal is structured in a way that we the the reason it's structured like that is is that's the only way a player of his caliber would be able to come to the club. So if we can structure something that works both ways, if you know if he's got the right uh, attitude and thinks he's going to come up, prove a point, um, potentially get himself back and you know, is he going to get himself back in the England fold? Probably, probably not. But um, you know, Champions League football. I don't think that. You know, we have so much to offer now as well. And just with you saying the stats, I think um, Scott is obviously really passionate about it. Um, it's not as if I know a great deal about Evander either. So um, you're winning me over, Scotty. Thank you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Scott, I mean, a lot, a lot of the comments are saying about his time. You know, he's he's, he's big friends. And of course, he come up from Everton uh, with John Lundstrom. Do you, I mean, do you think that could have a big say in, in potentially coming to Rangers? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if these links are true or whether people are just putting two and two together because uh, we're now in the Champions League. But I think it's really testament and we should be in a position where we should be not necessarily grateful, but more uh, appreciating of where we are because of where we've come from and what we're doing and where we want to go. But I find it really bizarre that people are trying to find reasons not to sign him, like pointing to an injury record that doesn't actually exist or thinking that his legs gone at the age of 28. I mean, the guy's never actually had like 
loads of speed. But two years ago, he made a fundamental difference to Aston Villa staying in the in the in the Premier League and actually shooting them up the table. And that was over. I think that was over a six month period. So think of what he could do. Yes, domestically, but on a European front for Rangers, it's really exciting to even be linked with, or the the club having the ambition to want guys like him in, whether he's available for free or contracted elsewhere. It's the player that we're after and it's the the ambition even at 28. We don't need to sell him for like huge bucks. If you look at the comparison I'll probably show is the likes of, it's a phrase, like teams like Brighton who are now playing absolutely brilliant football, but they signed guys like Danny Welbeck and they take they took a chance and he's really flourishing up front for Brighton. Yeah, he may not stay there long term, but he's a very similar profile. And why are we turning our nose up at Barkley when, you know, a, a team that's earning like three times the revenue, four times the revenue that we are, will sign a guy like Danny Welbeck? I think it probably lends, and you'll talk about it later, that we do need to find other revenue streams to be able to fund consistently these guys. But I think it's really exciting. Yeah, so I, I take it you're all for the signing then, Scotty? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, might, I might be a little bit excited. And yeah, if I could convince everyone, then yeah, great. I mean, ideal world will just sign everyone that looks looks great on YouTube, but we can't, <laughs> so we won't. Well, I think we're about 50-50 in the comments, so uh, hopefully your uh, your call's going to start edging them towards yeah. the uh, I'll, high percentage. I'll, I'll, duck, I'll duck out now, and hopefully uh, some other people will find in and tell me how wrong I am. I've no doubt they will. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers, mate. Good to speak to you all. Well, okay. Um, I mean, Scott makes a bang on point. I, I, I had written down um, just a few little notes about him. You know, obviously watching a lot of English football. I, I always liked Barkley as a player because he's, he's he has a bit of pace about him, even though he's a big lad. You know, he's powerful. Um, he keeps the ball so well, but his actual chance creation is crazy he's he's you know he creates so many chances um as soon as he gets into a game really i think at one point he had sort of 2.36 per game at some some point it's it's a crazy thing so i don't think it'd be a bad um bad sign at all but just before we jump back to uk i think we've got another call so phone line's busy already i think it's uh curry muncher if i'm not mistaken curry muncher how you doing sir how's things mate yeah really good mate how are you I know, bad. I thought I'd phone up and just uh, tell Scott he's talking absolute rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> he must have, it must have uh, felt you coming because his camera's gone off on mine. Oh dear. Right, with Ross Barkley, I don't know a lot about him, but he's not had a competitive game since May. So he's got to take time to get back up to speed again. Is it going to be another month, two months before he, he even see him in a, in a game? The exact same that happened with Ramsey. Fair enough, he might not have the, the same injury problem. But I think it went to, was it Aston Villa? He went to yeah, on loan. Was, yeah. And yeah. he's only, you know, he's going to really get played in the EFL Cup uh, last season. So, um, I, I don't know all that much about him, as I said, but I don't think it's the right move, especially considering the wage structure that will need to be put in place for him. If, if he can come down to your level, I said to you in the chat, I want people to come to your Rangers to play for the club. 
yeah. and to further themselves in football, as in like the Champions League, and to win the league. I don't want somebody just coming in just to get their name back in, back in the paper again, so they can get a big move again. No, I think that's that's a really fair point. I'll, I'll come to a lane with that one because you know we, we have just been talking about his stature and, and how good of a player he is, but even without an injury record. He, hasn't played that consistently in the last few seasons so you know would that represent you know in that aspect a, a big gamble any i think any player's a gamble that's the thing you can you can look at anyone and think that especially coming to a club like ours where um mentality wise people don't necessarily understand how big a club it is um and understand really the pressures you know you, we see it even with the, the likes of as people are saying his big pal John Lundstrom who now is an absolute you know I use the word slightly <laughs> loosely but a hero to some people you know last year he was then the year hero status it took him time to settle um I think anyone, even even big names, we've seen really big names come and not cut it. We've seen people who you would you don't really expect to to do well absolutely flourish. Um, the one thing I would say is that I do appreciate um what you're saying in terms of you don't want someone to just come and use the club, use use it. But actually, we're potentially in that position where it can be mutually beneficial. You know, we we are a really attractive club anyway without Champions League football. Obviously, we're a bit biased, but I think we've got so much going for us with Champions League football. Maybe, maybe as Scotty was saying, maybe this is actually the caliber of player that we should be looking for now. And absolutely, it's going to be you know he's on mega bucks. We have our wage structure, which the club have said you know several times they're not going to change. So it would have to come down to that level, but. You know, we're a really attractive prospect as well. And maybe that actually, if he's looking for someone to put him in the shop window, why don't we go for someone who's a big name <clears throat> and, and, and do it that way and actually reap the benefit of it? It's potentially just a year, yet then he moves on. But if it's someone who's going to come in, absolutely storm the league, help us to the title, then, you know, not necessarily every player has to be a project. Yeah, I mean, would, would you agree with that, Curry? Or do you think that, you know, we, we should be maybe spreading the money a little bit more and, and, and looking at all sort of these players, maybe not necessarily everyone has a project, but but bringing in a sort of lower cost um, ready-made player from from maybe Scandinavia or somewhere like that? Would you would you prefer we took a risk that way? I don't know. I wouldn't get a good point. I mean, she's got a couple of good points, uh, but I just feel... That I want, maybe I'm just a an old Rangers fan. I'm an, an idealist. I want folk to come into Rangers because it's Rangers. I, do, I want them to come in for the club, not for themselves. Probably asking too much for footballers these days, right enough. But it's just the way I'm at. Uh, if he did come, I, I hardly doubt it. But if he does come. I'll back him all the way to the hill. The same as I think we all did by Ramsey. We all wanted Ramsey to succeed. But unfortunately for him, it just it was a, a no-go for him. Uh, it's probably one of your worst signings we've made. And we've had some crackers uh, in a, a few years. Yeah, I mean, do you think maybe, Curry, though, that maybe the sort of remnants of that, that Ramsey deal is sort of uh, blinding a few people into maybe thinking that Barkley wouldn't be wouldn't be a good signer because of the same sort of reason. Do you think if we hadn't signed Aaron Ramsey, more people would be on board with this? 
Aye, definitely, without a doubt. If the thing with Ray Ramsey hadn't harmed, uh, we'd be able to, oh, get him in, get him in, get him in. Everybody, it doesn't matter who they were, they'd be able to, get him in. It might not harm, but obviously, as I said, because of the, how much money he, he's on, whether he's prepared to take that amount of drop in his way, another question. But everybody, no matter who it was, would want somebody of that name at the club. But because of it happened, I think everybody's like, mm, we don't want that to happen again. I just think Scott will be able to tell us more about him than probably I would, because I don't know that much about him, how, how he is by injuries and that. Uh, but as far as I know, the, the, the reason he was, was to playing for the club is because the managers didn't like him. It was because he injuries. So like, I'm, not, I'm not too sure So. Yeah, no, I think, it's, I mean, it's a really good point, to be honest, really good point. Um, I think, as you say, Kerr's our, our sort of best man. I think he's already sort of touched on it a little bit about the um, whether it was more not being played as opposed to the injuries, Kerr. I think with a club like any big club in England, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, some players get left out for various reasons. Some players get left out quite a lot. So I think... It's just that at the moment it's just a rumour, isn't it? So we're just going to have to wait and see about Ross Barkley. I think he becomes available we take, and, and it's a good price for us you, t- you, you take him. Because it, and people keep saying he's getting this per week, but he's not getting anything per week because he's been paid off at Chelsea, so he's not got a wage anymore. So he's earning absolutely nothing at the moment. So I think if Rangers gave him 20k a week, he might look at it. Even I don't know if they were giving that, maybe less, but he's probably got a good payoff at Chelsea, whatever it was. So... I don't think he'll be short of a few, Bob. But at any rate, it's going to be up. He'll, he'll, he'll have a few players, he'll have a few clubs maybe looking at him, but if he wants to come, he maybe one things come and play in an arena which most of the time is bouncing, especially European games, and, and he's just well looking at us because what's the point of going back down the lower leagues of the late Premiership or the Championship or going abroad? We see what happened to Daly Alley, so I think if he came to the Angels, it might give him the boost he needs. He might fall back in love with football, as somebody says. And if you can get that to happen, that's a one-one situation. If you can't, then I don't think you look at it like Aaron Ramsey because he was still with Juventus, whereas Ross isn't. He's not with a club, so I think that the ball's more in our court than as his because he's having to find the club, whereas Ramsey already was with a club. Do you know what I mean? So it's whatever we offer. But might we might not even been for him enemy. It might still be rumours and might be talking here for the last 10, 15 minutes about absolutely nothing that makes sense. <laughs> right, look here. I think what we, what we need to do is I think we need to concentrate on getting a striker. That's our main concern right now. Uh, the fact that we never had a, a striker for 20 minutes for the last, uh, the Ross County game, I think it just shows you how desperate we are to get another striker in. I want a, a half, at least half-decent quality because we don't know what's happening with Morelos right now. So, depending... I, mean, I think uh, uh, GBB went and had a work with him uh, the day, so we don't know what's happening with his future in the club. I'm hoping that he, he stays, but even if he does stay, we need another striker, and the, the game at the weekend proved that we need another striker. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And and as always, Curry, I think you you're a bit of a trendsetter at the moment because the the call lines have all lit up now that you've come on. So uh, yeah, why are you go? Uh, I've spent too long anyway. Hey, Susie, you can you buy a lane? Hi, Molly. Yeah, yeah. Hi. 
<laughs> right. Um, so uh, next call. Uh, I don't actually have a, a name on this call, but hopefully they're going to come straight through. Uh, caller, what's your name and what's your point? <laughs> oh, no, he's gone. Don't worry. He's gone. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll, we'll jump straight back into the... Maybe um, Ross Bartley. Yeah, maybe it's Ross Bartley trying to get through. It, it, was probably, it. it was probably Scotty again. <laughs> yeah. I find his corner. Scotty's um, agent. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I thought we would touch on Bartley tonight. I, did, I didn't realise that, but I, think, I guess any I think it, I think he had the same agent as John Lundstrom, if I'm correct. I think Lundstrom and... There's only a few players at Rangers, I don't know who they are, but I think Lundstrom and him have the same agent, but they've had it since they were at Everton. Yeah, I mean, can, as can we were just talking be... about it, weren't we? Yeah. Sorry, Karen, then. No, I was just saying, could it just be a case of um, his agent putting his name about, realistically, yeah. just in the sense that, um, I think, was he not linked with Celtic two weeks ago? And now he was, he's linked yeah. with us. Yeah. And th- there's every chance that, actually, there's not a great deal in it, but especially now that we've got the Champions League football kind of trying to, you know, get a wee bit of interest, get a wee bit of chat about him, especially knowing that um, Chelsea were going to pay him off or let him go. So I I would be surprised if it happened, <clears throat> to be honest. But um, as I said, you know, Scotty's kind of won me over. So let's see. But I, I would be surprised overall if it did happen. Yeah, and I think that's it, isn't it? I think that we're all sort of gagging for a bit of transfer news. It's it's too, I, I think the, uh, the window shuts, is it? Is it Wednesday night at midnight, 31st? Is it Thursday <laughs> Well, I think yeah. oh, this has confused me because it said Thursday midnight. But I don't know if that yeah. counts as because Wednesday then ticks into Thursday as it hits yeah, midnight. Oh, no, no. So I'm, I'm trying to find that out. But I think it's 31st of August on the Wednesday. Uh, what happened with Sutton? So, so, <laughs> uh, they're still in the air. You know, he's, he's still uh, he could still be in talks for all we know. It's going to be a, a double deal. But uh, Ross Barkley and Ronaldo coming into. To solve the striker crisis, like uh, like Carrie wanted. Um, well, he comes in, you just move to Oman up, don't you? Next day, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, okay, I did want to, I did want to touch on um, just a bit of contract news as well because um, I was gonna. Oh, let me just bring this up really quickly. Eh? Oh, I've just turned it off. Scott Robertson, five pound. Thank you very, very much for that. That goes a long, long way. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, we, you know, there's there's been a lot of rumours that Zukowski hasn't really made the cut, and it looks like he could be going back to Poland uh, with a with a loan to buy deal potentially. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking for a backup right back. Yeah, but it seems that the club have, have invested a lot of time, and, and and they've got a lot of hope for for Adam Devine, who we have seen on occasion. Um, and you know, a, a new contract is. I think is it now been signed? The new contract. I think so. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's new three year deal, I believe. Yeah. So that you know, the club have got big plans for him. I mean, how happy you'd see you know another youngster get the um, get a new deal, and and that the club are really starting to sort of trust the talent pool that that we have. It's good the players are getting kept. Obviously, they've got something about them. The club are thinking they could be here and be pushing for the first team in the next few seasons. It's. Let's get into the first team. I can, it's be the, the hiccup because you can't blood too many at one time, making case it backfires. But it's good to see young players getting new contracts and uh, staying at the club to, because obviously they must think he's good enough. But I don't know if we will bring an eye back because Tav's touch wood's never really missing. And <clears throat> I think Sands can play full back, and I think you could probably put Leon King there as well. So I don't know if we will. I, mean, I know everybody says a strike, and I want a strike myself, but it's so does every club, don't they? Yeah. And it's very difficult to get somebody, so 
and we've not got a long we've not got long left before we can bring in players. So I'll be interesting. I'll be interesting as you know, we'll be watch we'll be refreshing our for uh, Twitter and watching Sky Sports News. But if nothing happens we'll be angry and if something happens and it's the wrong play we'll be angry. So it's a no one situation really, isn't it? Yeah, um, I was just going to bring up this question. Is it on Premier Sports tonight? But I think Nicholas Moore has just answered and, and said it is indeed on Premier Sports. So yeah. there you go, Sharpie. Um, I mean, Lane, do you, do you echo sort of what Kerr's saying there that, that you know we've we've probably got <clears throat> more important roles to fill in the team before we look at a, a position that is rarely ever anyone other than to have? Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I would because to be honest, the right back position is probably going to be quite a difficult one to sell, on the basis that you know Tav never be, or barely ever misses a game, and he's so reliable. He's your captain. He's you know his stats are so good. You're you're not dropping him ever. You know I would be surprised even tomorrow night, even though I know that we've said we want to see loads of changes tomorrow. Um, Maybe actually that's one for Divine to come into um, and, and really get a chance. But to be fair, I, I think as signing someone right back who we know isn't going to get a game, really, you know, might get a couple of items in, in the League Cup or whatever, isn't really a great use um, of our funds. Whereas, I'm going to it isn't a great use of our funds compared to uh, 100% of striker. I think, you know, Ruth was posting again today saying, you know, it's not long. Um, but going into the next couple of weeks, it's it's so important that we've got a wee bit more firepower. We don't know how the talks have gone with Morelos. Um, he's, you know, even if they've gone really well, even if he gets his head down for the next two weeks, he's not going to be ready for Parkhead. He's not going to be ready for Ajax. Um, I, I think it's really important that we strengthen going forward. And I actually think with Divine, with Divine and King, bring them through. They're part of the match day squad now. They're fairly settled. Let's give them game time when we can. Um, and, yeah, let's develop develop our own players and you, potentially what you end up with another Nathan Patterson. Yeah, I think there's going to be... Um, I think it's a, it's a really good point. There's going to be a few changes tomorrow as well. I think that a load of people are saying, I did just want to really quickly bring up this. Uh, Kingswell just said he's watching on his phone on YouTube, uh, YouTube on his phone, but the numbers blurred and he would like to call. We did just drop it in the chat as well. Um, so it's 01416287237. So if you just scroll up your chat, you should be able to see that if you do want to give us a call. Um, but yeah, okay, I mean, a lot of people are making the point, which I think we did, um, I saw on Twitter earlier as well, that, that it's pretty much set in stone that Adam Devine is starting tomorrow night. Um, it looks to be that case. How, how many changes do you think we're going to see? Do you think, you know, we, I think from, from our foggy memory, we, we discussed it a little bit last night. But um, do, do you think we're going to see, especially now Divine is sort of set to start, do you think it's going to, um, it's, <laughs> do you think it's going to be uh, uh, an overhaul, a, bit, a big haul of changes? Though? I said last night, I love so I'm going to change my <laughs> mind just in 24 hours. But what I meant was, I think you'll see our field starting, Stephen Davis starting, maybe Ryan Jack starting, plus have no started for a while. And then obviously Devine will come in, King will come in. I think Al McGregor and McCrory will start in goals. Uh, maybe Charlie McCann will get a start. But I think Scott Wright might start. It's just some players who's no no start, no first teamers basically. I don't mean every week. I think they'll rest maybe like Connor and McLaughlin, Tav, Lundstrom. Rest to get because we've got three big games coming up. So I think you have to give these guys a rest because the boys are bringing in even Yelmaz at left back and rest Burner. I think. These guys should be beating Queen of South anyway. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just on that, well, we'll just see what point he's about to make. But 
we have got a, uh, a caller on the line. Caller ending 212. Uh, what's your name? How you doing, guys? It's uh, Scott. Hello, Scott. What's your point? All right. Um, it's just uh, touching Ryan Jack. Uh, over the last few years, I've been his biggest fan. I thought he, he dictates play, he controls his play, sets the tempo, great attitude. And he's just worried about him this season. He's had a full pre-season under his belt and he still looks... Not even a mile off. It's ten miles off. It looks so slow, and especially in Europe, coming to what game it was, um, he just he, he looks like he's really, really struggling early in the game as well. And you can tell Gio's kind of thinking the same. He's barely featured at all. Not uh, even getting off the bench. He's bringing Steve Davis. You know who's certainly <laughs> not young. Um, I'm really concerned about Jack. I think this will be. His, well, I don't know his contract situation, but I can't see him featuring a lot this season at all, unless his fitness changes. But as I say, he's a full season at the pre-season under his belt, and he still looks well off it. Yeah, um, I'll come back to you on this one, Kerr, just because, and I hope I'm not wrong here, I believe that you, you've actually sort of flagged up Jack a few times, because I know you're, you've always been a big fan of Jack. So, um, you know, do, do you agree with Scott there? Yeah, I do. I mean, I've always been Ryan's biggest fan and I think he brought so much to the team. But I just think his physicality is not the same. He's, he's He looks leggy. And it's just... And he's, he's, been, he's, he's had a pre-season, but he looks leggy. And I think when you've seen a difference when Kamara started, there's more legs in the middle of the park, more mobility. I think Ryan has been off it and I think that's the reason he's not been playing. I think Scott's right. And if he can't get that back, I mean... You don't really want something like that to hang about the squad. It's not really offered much. And Ryan's a big Ryan's got a lot of fans at Rangers because everybody knows how, how important they can be at the team. Because when, when Ryan was in the team, we barely can see the goal, especially in the European run. But for some reason this season, he has been off it. And I hope he gets it back because he's a very important player. But sometimes you can't have too much loyalty if somebody's legs are starting to go because it's just football. You have to move on. So I think. We'll have to wait and see, but it's up to Ryan Jack to prove it to the manager. It's up to him to get back into shape. But we don't know if there's anyone behind the scenes or anything like that, but he doesn't look the same Ryan Jack that we all know. Yeah, I mean, Scott, would you? what do you think then in the stars? Would you, do you think we still give him time or, or would you like to see maybe the club sort of take a stride on this and uh, and maybe try to make him one of the guys we get out the door to, to make room for more coming in? No, I think it's still a bit early in the season to start looking at, to get him out the door or anything. He's he's been a good servant for Rangers. His injuries aside, whenever he's been available, he's been brilliant. And especially in Europe, he's you know having Kamara over the last few years have just sat in and they've been brilliant. So I think it's a bit it'd be a bit knee jerk to start looking uh, to get rid of him. Certainly, look um, try and get his fitness up, get some minutes under his belts at home at Ibrox against the lesser clubs. Hopefully. You start to see an improvement, but I just we bit worried for him. Um, if I can make an other quick point, is just um, yeah, things I've already touched on a, a striker. We badly need a striker. You look at, don't like mentioning the name. You look across the city, they've got two or three strikers there that can come in and score goals. Like you say, we for 20 minutes at the weekend, we put it on a, a midfielder. Never mind, they scored, but Europe, <laughs> yeah. um, Europe, Champions League games, Cup games. If you know, winning the league is everything this season. You've got to play at least six games in Europe, hopefully more, and then your domestic cups. 
we kind of depend on Cholak, regardless of how good he's been. So he's been amazing, absolutely amazing. But yeah, we badly need another striker because I think Alfredo's kind of on the same the same diet as uh, Jack. Then now he's just no just no at it, and yeah, if Alfredo can can go for me, I would just let him go. Wow, uh, big big words there, um, Elaine. But I mean. It's you know we, we've all sort of discussed the, the, the striker role and, and and how we like to have three strikers at the club. The problem with our three strikers is one's always injured and one's got a bit of an issue at the moment with you know diet attitude. You know you, you sort of take your pick from Morelos. Do you think that that that's absolutely got to be a priority before the window closes? Yeah, I, I think the way we're looking at it is um, Sakala seems to be out of favour. Gio obviously make a call. If we can get the best out of Morelos again. Um, then him and Cholak potentially could strike up a great partnership or horses for courses. They're totally different in terms of the type of player that they are. Potentially that's brilliant for us, having two strikers who are, are so different um, f- for different games. Um, that said, we just don't know. Um, Alfie, I think I said last night, initially I was on the bandwagon of no, you know, he's had all, he's had his nine lives, he's you know, we're over it now. Uh, how many chances is he gonna get? But to be honest, you know, he, he comes on, scores a goal, he, he does his way knee slide and all of a sudden he, he's back up number one again. So and, and I think it's really good the fact that Cholak's come in and has hit the ground running, which is something that we've really struggled with. Um bringing players in and getting them you know, up to speed really quickly, it gives him competition. Alfie's, Alfie's kind of been top dog for too long. Um, it, it's great it's great for us when, he, when he's um, good, but he's not really had much competition for the, the first the starting striker role. So we'll see what he's made of now. I wouldn't be chucking him just yet, um, but I 100% think Roof we can't count on and Sakala clearly isn't getting a game. Um, we'll be interested to see if Sakala starts tomorrow. I think if he doesn't, then you can make you you know you can kind of draw your own conclusions from that. If he's if he's not getting start starting against Queen of the South, then he's really not going to feature a lot under Geo. In which case, I think Geo knows um, you know, a couple of days. We've, we've got money. We, we have to have money to spend. Um, I know we'll come on to. It. I've got a bee in my bonnet today about <laughs> these prices. Um, we'll come on to it, but um, we have to spend money. I think that's the least that the fans deserve. Now that we know, we can all say. Were we waiting to see if we got the Champions League? Yes, now we have. Let, let's go and, and do some business because this is where, um, you know, don't leave it to January until it's too late. Yeah, and, and Scott, before I let you go, um, have you got a, a name in mind for, for a striker or, or a particular striker sort of attribute that you want or you just, just you'd hope anyone that the club have done their due diligence on? Oh. I hope, obviously, hope Ross Walsh has been, you know, he's been watching oh, some. Sorry, I meant Scott the Cooler, but Scott, okay, that's fine. Right. You, get, you crack <laughs> on. <laughs> sure, sorry, Scott, you go. Uh, no, I've no, no one in mind, no. His job there, I've not really got anything in mind at all, no, but I agreed with just about everything Elaine said there. Um, the, the main issue was uh, the, the publicly commenting about Alfie's um, attitude and I think that's, that'll be the issue see if going forward if Cholak's the number one and he would be for me um, I don't think Alfredo would have that attitude as I'm, I need to get back in here I'm going to do this I think he would spit the dummy and I think that's the, 
belly signs of this. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that's that's the impression I get with Alfie. If he's no number one, he's no top dog, he's, he, I think he would spit the dummy. Uh, well, thanks very much for your call then, Scott. Thank you very much. Cheers. All the best, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. I just like to say there, Stuart, I think... We should go back to Valor for Cameron and Archer. Try and get him in loan before, oh, Stevie, no, you're a big fan. before Stevie G is sacked. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a big, big fan. Dude, um, I like Cameron Archer's got so much potential and he's got so much ability. I know he's, we'll, we'll not get him permanently because it'll cost us too much, but I think he can come up here and score a lot of goals. Definitely. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan as well, to be honest. I, I, know, I know you've mentioned him a few times. Um, Douglas McIntyre, £1.79. We ran Alfie into the ground, idiocy to repeat it. Um, just, I mean, first off, thanks very much for your, for your donation. Of course, it always, always helps. Um, Elaine, do, do you do you agree with him? Possibly, yeah. I mean, we, we've relied on him so much. I'm not necessarily sure we ran him into the ground. Um, just in terms of, I think that was the needless international trips that... But uh, or that exacerbated uh, exacerbated things. But um, we did uh, we did rely on them massively, and I think that's the problem with having someone that you you know we saw towards the end of the the season. Our system is it was geared towards Alfie, and we were quite one dimensional. You know when he was there. Um, I'll, I'll always go back to the Frankfurt game and just thinking that game was made for him. Um, the the way we were set up, he he would have just. I think if we, if he had uh, been playing, we'd have stood a bit of a better, or the result might have been a bit better. But I don't necessarily think we ran him into the ground, but I do think that we relied on him a lot um, in terms of everyone else. I, I, yeah, I just, do you know, I just go back to it. I just think, I, I fit Alfie's brilliant. And the two of them, I, I, I just wonder if the club think, if the talks today have gone well, if you've got Cholak, if you've got Alfie, that... My worry is that potentially, if the talks have gone well today, that actually they don't need. They, they feel that they don't need. They feel that they've got the kind of two bases covered. Um, but if one of them gets injured, if Alfie spits a dummy, if we end up just just as strikers do, not you know not being on form, um, mm-hmm. then I, I really think that mm-hmm. someone else up front would, um, yeah, is, is a must. Yeah, I mean. Really, really agree with that. I've always said about uh, doing a one eight. We have got a, another caller. Just really quickly, Michael Crooks, I believe Bellotti has joined Roma today. Um, so, caller ending 490. You are on the rabble. What's your point? Uh, sorry, what's your name first? And then what's your point? Uh, hi, guys. My name's Trevor. Um, and my point is, I believe you guys have been going on to this subject about the, the ticket and pricing for today. So yeah, I'm a season ticket holder there uh, myself, and I try to go to as many matches as I can. Wouldn't say I'm skint, wouldn't say I'm wealthy, I'm kind of in the middle. But when I saw those prices come out, I was mixing emotions, um, horrified, disgusted, appalled, disappointed, you name it. Uh, and I think it's fair to look at both sides of the coin. I, I get that it's a business as well as a club. I get that it's a step up from the Europa League. Um, and that you don't need to pay it. But then when you look at the other side of the coin, um, that's even pricing things out for me. Um, it's far, far too much money uh, when you compare to, I don't know what the pre-match package was for Europa League, but <clears throat> 110, 109. Oh, does it look like we've lost Trevor there for a second? Um, 
we'll try and get Trevor back. But I mean, I'll, I'll stay with Elaine this time because I, I know uh, Elaine sort of chopped it a bit to, to discuss this what, this topic. And I was about to come onto it, so Trevor's gave me the uh, the perfect segue there. Um, just just checking today, Elaine. It, it looks like they range about 150 to 180 pounds for the, the three day yeah. package, but majority of people are going to be paying 165 plus. Um, I mean, I'll just let you take this away because I, I know you're really passionate about the subject. Do you know, I think just for me, I I previously thought it was going to be under or 150, um, 180. My, 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 the bee in my bonnet isn't necessarily just about the price. I think it is too much. I think that we need to remember that people go with their families, people go with their kids, mm. people go, um, you know, yeah, people take their kids um, to these games. You're getting a couple of days notice for it. If you were going to do £180, which, you know, see, see Molly agrees. Um, if you were going to do £180, um, give people either more notice, give people some sort of plan. I do understand what people are saying is that, um, you know, if you do a direct debit, if we've lost the, the first two games, then maybe people will cancel theirs or whatever. But the, the last game is enough time away. Even space it out. Even give people a wee bit more time to, to come up with the money, especially people who are going with, um, you know, two kids or whatever, who are potentially looking at the best part of 500 quid coming out the bank in a couple of days. Um, I don't know whether this will be controversial or not. Um, I sit in the area that um, is the highest one, so I'm 180. I'm not a massive fan of the fact that um, different seats are paying more. I do understand people will come back and say, you know, better view, you do that with, with any in any event, you you got a better seat, you pay better money. Um, my season ticket's already about £300 more expensive than some other season tickets. And I get, you know, over the course of the season, it's about 10 or more, which this works out as. But it's so, it's so much money. And at the end of the day, football was always at points like in a working class game uh, for working class people not anymore no. um you know it's if i tally up in terms of usg psv these four package queen of the south season ticket before you've got anything else you know booked on that stuff like the founders trail and everything it's mega mega money that's going up and up and up each season and I do also understand people saying, well, you know, across the city, they're one to four, you know, we're we're a smaller capacity, so therefore we need to we need to make it up. But we also had USG and PSV. So we, we've made that money there anyway. Um, personally for me, I would have liked the club to have been a wee bit more in tune with the current situation. I would also have liked them to maybe be slightly more responsible only because people will choose Rangers over anything. We, we know what our fans are like. We, we're all like it as well. They could Realistically, they could have said £200 and we'd all found a way of doing it. I just think that there's probably a way that they could they could have structured it a wee bit better. But I know I've got to be in a bonnet, my bonnet about it and people will disagree with me. Um, I, I, I think it's a lot of money at, at this this point in time. Yeah, and, and worth, I it believe... if, worth it if we win. <laughs> I believe we've actually got Trevor back on the line. Trevor, you there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I thought you were uh, having none of the, uh, the, the the chat about it. No, no, it was a really good point. We really appreciated it. It just it just cut out. So uh, sorry, we we let Elaine off the leash because she's been dying to talk about it, and uh, so she yeah. she was she was really going for it. But um, yeah, just um, just carry on, please. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm possibly missed a little bit there, but she she hit the nail on the head. Um, 
it is it's kind of outrageous there. I like to try and think I'm a bit fair, but I try to say the, the points from Rangers' point of view, why they would actually put these things in place uh, and why they would uh, go for the price they did. But, you know, you've got you've got to weigh up you've got to weigh up both sides of the argument and you look at, let's say, how much the uh, Europa League stuff was last season and then this season, I haven't worked out percentages, but it's a mass, it's, it's a good, good jump. You know, if it'd been, if it'd been something like 150 for three tickets, 160 max, Max, I would have went fair enough, and then a wee discount for season ticket holders. But at that price, I'd love to just sit in front of him and go, guys, what are you thinking? I know he's just trying to make money. You're a business as well, but there's a there's a cost of living crisis on inflation, ten odd percent. Um, give us something decent. We'll follow you through thick and thin. It's it's not very right, and I may very well ask that question to AGM. So if that question comes up, you know it's, it was that guy. <laughs> Everyone point fingers, <laughs> but that, that's my point, so guys. No, it's a, it's a really, really good point, Joe. I mean, I mean, Care, um, you know, do you think, I, for me, I, I completely agree with, with Trevor there. Do, do you think that, that Rangers do have at least a small responsibility to the fans to, to reward some of the loyalty that, that they've shown over the years? Especially, you know, I think someone mentioned there the Leipzig, Leipzig was £50, I think it was. So to, to have such a big increase already so early in the season when many people, you know, if we're being completely honest, coming into this winter certain families are going to have to make a choice to put food on the table yeah. or, or to be warm for the night so do you think in that case you know rangers could have been a just a little bit fairer with, with the pricing and even if they offered a payment plan they should have been but as we know but it's a business it's all big football clubs basically don't really care it's about their profit margins it's not about the fans you know the fans always come through no matter what the situation is, if somebody doesn't want a ticket, somebody else will take it because we're a we're a big club and we've got a big fan base. It's and Rangers are pulling up. We can all see the common uh, where the economy is going, the fuel crisis stuff like that, and people people are suffering now. We not getting wage rises, but everyone else is going through the roof. And Rangers turn around and say that's not their issue. That's not to do with them. That's the way businesses work and. It's not great. I don't agree with it. I think the prices are quite steep. I mean, I'm, I'm 150 because I sat in the broom loan, so that's still a lot of money because it comes out on Thursday. Uh, I've, not got, I've not got a good seat like Elaine. She's got a proper seat. I'm right up the very back row. <laughs> I can't get any back any further. Uh, but no, I, I I think the clubs don't care. It doesn't matter who you support. Unless it's a small club and they've only got a few thousand fans, they treat their fans better because... They probably get to know them individually because there's not many there, but they treat their fans better. But big clubs don't just because we're a commodity. You give up your season ticket as a waiting list for you somebody else to take it. So it doesn't matter if we can play or not because we're going to pay it if you want to go. If you don't, somebody will. But I think when you should look at it and see the fans have been stuck through us through thick and thin, which we've always done through the good, through the bad, all the time. And like Elaine said last night, even making it one four nine, it's only a pound, but it looks better in 150 and it's all about the way imaging is and she was bang on even just a quid it's only 60 pence but it looks better and that's the way you should come across but they haven't they just and bang 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 and i don't disagree with the ticket pricing difference just because people sit in different seats you go to a concert you buy a different seat and it's different places you go to any sporting event it's different places so that doesn't really bother me that way but i think the price overall could have been a bit cheaper but i understand why you've done it and I think because we've got Liverpool as well, they knew they could push the boat out a wee bit because it's Battle of Britain. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
the results just aren't being produced on the pitch. I don't think I'll be unrest about money. I think I'll be unrest about results. I think the money situation, people for, they'll not forget about it, but if you don't win games, they'll complain about that more and they'll say, well, I'm, I've spent this much money, why we're not winning? I don't think that comes in. I just think we need, if we don't we beat WSL, take the Millers in Europe and then Aberdeen's a struggle. Folk will say, well, you've made all this money that way. Why don't you invest in the team more? I don't think they'll complain about how much they've paid. I think they'll just look at it differently. But I think Rangers, Rangers know that we've got that many fans. We're a commodity of the fans. We're not, they're not going to come and give us nothing for nothing because that's not the way the world anymore. And they can always look back in Rangers and say, well, we, we didn't always have this income in the last few years, first years in the Champions League for a long time. I just think they'd done what we all knew what they were going to do anyway. It wasn't a big surprise, the prices were like this. We were all hoping for something different, but I think deep down you ask anybody, they all expected 150, 180, because that's what we were talking about before these were announced. So it wasn't a big surprise. And I'd just like to say to Jim Sloan, I did say I wasn't going to mention Battle of Britain again, Jim, but I was only mentioning that for the point of these tickets. I won't mention it again after this, okay? <laughs> well, we'll hold on to that then. Um, yeah, I mean, Elaine, it's. You know, Castor is obviously another subject in itself in, in what they charge. You know, I don't know actually, I mean, I might be completely wrong here, but I don't know many clubs that, that release a shirt and then release a pro shirt not long after and want to charge you that much more for it. Um, you know, it is part of this, you know, we all want the club to make money. We all want to see us, you know, break new revenue streams. But is is some of this, do you think, there's been a lot of talk about this 100 million potential revenue this season with the Champions League. Do you think some of this is just the club are really pushing to, to break that barrier? Yeah, possibly. But I think it's a really fine line because, you know, as much as we're fans, um, or as, as much as we're customers, we are fans as well. <laughs> so, but, but we, are, we are fans. And I think, you know, realistically, there was a comment there saying it's supply and demand. Um, and and that's that's where we are. But I do think the club just need to need to watch because I think there was a lot of goodwill. See, after we won the league, a lot of goodwill. Um, and I just think that they're starting to potentially run through it. <laughs> so I think they're starting to run through it slightly because um, there's only so much. And eventually people will. Um, it's not that people will stop going to games, but eventually people will stop being able to, you know, being able to buy all the shirts, etc. So um, I know I, I spoke about this. To be fair, I had a moan as well. And it's not that I just totally want to stick the boot in. I had a moan ages ago about the mega store and saying that actually you can go to the mega store and spend 100 quid or very little else. They, they do have scarves, but we don't have a brilliant mega store. But I did see that we signed with some company that was going to do kind of smaller things and, and just daft stuff that if you go to the mega store, the thing is, see, see like, for example, Ross County um, or see tomorrow, Queen of the South, those are the games where people will be bringing their kids for the first time, whatever. You want them to be able to go to the mega store and be able to spend their pocket money, be able to spend a tenner rather than having to go to store prices or nothing. But to be fair, I think they, they have signed with someone. So um, maybe that's a wee step in the right direction. Yeah, and, and we have got a call waiting, but just so you know, JD knew this was going to happen, which is exactly, <laughs> exactly why he started it. So just bring them all in, keep keep them coming, it's all good. It's all good. So I think we've actually got uh, Ian Ross waiting. So Ian, how are you? Hi, uh, guys. I'm doing very well. Thanks very much. Hi, Ian. Uh, What's your point? 
I just want to touch on the um, on the Alec Lowry situation. Do you guys know if there's going to be any retrospective action taken on that tackle? I don't believe so. But care, have you you aware of anything like that on on no. Ali Love? What I've heard and a couple of people I've been speaking to, they say nothing's happening. I know Rangers weren't happy, but it seems they've been put to bed. I could be wrong, and maybe something will crop up. But I think it's happened, it's done and dusted, and Lowry's injured, as we know, and we just got to go on with it. It was shocking, but. Alex missing a huge opportunity on Tuesday night because he would definitely have played. Yep, I totally agree. Is it no, is it a case that he can't sorry, actually they, they won't upgrade it because it's already a yellow card? Is, is that I don't know if that's still a thing, but I don't know if they can go back and retrospectively upgrade yellows to reds now, I'm not even sure. But surely Rangers surely Rangers would have would have put a complaint on I mean that was a potentially um leg breaking tackle. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I don't know what how bad his injury is, but I know it's by all accounts it's it's quite serious, so he's going to be out for quite a while. But I don't I've exactly know. Have you heard shit that's exactly wrong with Alec, no? Uh, I've heard it's about six weeks is, is the hope, which is actually a bit better than, than we thought. But I think, um, I think you know, like Ian said, the actual... It wouldn't matter if he was out for one day because the tackle was that bad that I, I completely yeah. agree that, that we, there should be retrospective action for him. Oh, Ian, you there? Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I, I just think you know that, that you know that Rangers, Rangers would have uh, uh, tried harder to to get some action taken against that guy. I mean, he just didn't. He, there was no way he was even going for the ball. Look, Larry was away from him. He went into the back with a two-footed tackle. I think sometimes I think you're bang bang your head against a brick wall. Sometimes I think the refs probably. They probably said that they've seen it. You gave me a yellow card, and that's been that dealt with. So, and a few people have put in the comments. They come out and said after it was no respective actions going to be taken, and the complaints officer said that as well. So I think it's a base of Rangers forget about it and just go on with it. But I do agree with you. It was shocking. Something mm-hmm. should be done because you could do that again to somebody else, and it will end up being a lot worse. Absolutely, absolutely. The guy, I mean, just, just I mean, Larry had taken, okay, Larry had taken to taking him to the cleaners all games, basically. But I mean, that's no excuse in the and you know thirty seconds before the final whistle to wipe the guy out, you know. And if that was if that was my that was he'd be in the first bus to Berlin. Exactly, but that's but that's the whole point, Scott. That, that, I know, no, I'm, I'm 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 laughing here, but I'm laughing because I know it's true. That's we're we're refereed different from what else. He'd have been hundred and quartered for that man. What would have been else? Yeah, I mean, no, Elaine, like, yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, Elaine, do you think? This is actually one of the the downsides of having you know the the, the kids that, that can actually play the you know it's great we want them to to develop and play the man's game and, and learn they're going to go up against these guys but is that one of the downsides that these guys are going to basically think they're being they're having the piss taken out of them and, and are only going to be out to hurt them? Possibly, uh, possibly yes, but by the same token, um, it's the same if they were in the first team because there there's certain people in uh, you know in various first teams through the country who like to leave a wee bit on as well, um, and you know have a bit of a reputation about them for just going through, uh, for going through various players. So, um, 
it, it's Scottish football. It's where it's where we are. Um, I, you know, I, I saw it back. It's it's awful, and I, I feel for him because having come back and starting to establish himself again tomorrow night was a shoe in. You'd have hoped that actually he'd have been back in amongst the European squad as well. Um, towards maybe the end of the games, um, and he's just he's such a, he's such a bright talent. Um, I don't know exactly what the injury is, but you just hope that it doesn't have any sort of lasting lasting damage for him at all. But yeah. at the end of, at the end of the day, we do need, you know, th- there's a benefit to it. The only thing I did see was, uh, and I had this in my mind, I actually had the, the Lowry tackle in my mind on um, Saturday because I was absolutely bursting for Cholak to get his hat trick. And I'm thinking, I'll leave him on. And when Gio subbed him, I'm thinking, what are you doing? Go, you know, let him let him have the last 10 or however long it was. And then it was Lowry in my head thinking, no, that's what in hindsight people were saying. Why why did we leave Lowry on? You know, game was so far over. He'd got his minutes. Obviously, they were just wanting him to get his 90 minutes, but um, and I was that's what it was in my head when he took Cholak off was actually fair. Um, his hat trick can come another time, but Given he's the only fit striker at the moment, let's wrap him up in cotton wool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that, Elaine. Absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, but it's a sad day when you've got when, you, when you've got to safeguard your players. You know, it, it really is. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent, completely agree with you. Um, and yes, yeah, as, as I say, the go. On. No, to, 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 to having to do. I mean, I know we have. I, I know that uh, it's good to you know to, that, that we're able to do that. You know, but I mean, the reasons for doing it, you know, that need to be the club's reasons. You don't do it because you know you're afraid that the guy is going to get tackled or wiped out and he's going to miss another three games. You know. Yeah. You take these. Take them off because they've been wiped off the body get uh, part, you know, because of a bad tackle. That's that, yeah. that's that's the problem with the game, you know. These uh, the the problem that we have more than uh, uh, more than most teams have, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think, like I said, it's it's always going to be one of the problems. I think with with letting the the, the kid, not the kids, but you know, you know, we're, we're trying to develop these guys and, and letting them play a higher standard. And I think it's going to be the problem is that you have these. Unfortunately, jealous guys that, that can't hack a, a 20-year-old kid running running rings around you all game. But, um, yeah, as far as we know, Ian, is there, there won't be any retrospective action. And I don't think really you, you would have expected any less from, from the SFA, would you? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. OK, guys, thanks for talking to me. Cheers. No worries, brilliant. Cheers, yeah, Ian. Um, just before we go on, guys, got a new member of... Oh, it's who am I? Josh, I was going to have a bit of a Martin moment with Dyer Bus there and say Wormall, but it's who am I? <laughs> Obviously, it's who am I. <laughs> Wormall. We'll go with that one. <laughs> I, I didn't get that either, so fair play. <laughs> um, I did see, I mean, JD's getting a bit of pelters in the comments because he, he didn't think it was that bad of a challenge. I mean, I've, I've watched it from a couple of angles and my, my biggest issue was that Love tried to defend himself by saying he tried to stop Alex crossing the ball, yeah. but when you watch it, Lowry's not even turned his body into a position to cross the ball, and Lo- La- um, Love is already lunging at that point. He has no idea what Lowry's about to do with that ball, so I think it was a, a really poor excuse. Well, if you're seven now down, maybe sixty seconds to go. Yeah, so that was it. Wasn't why it, yeah. made a tackle? Even though JD's sticking up for him at the moment in the chat, which I don't understand why. I think he's yeah, I think he's on one tonight. <laughs> when you woke up. 
<laughs> wow, his, the thing is, his team got beat 9 0 at the weekend, didn't they? So he's, he's uh... oh, no. and I had to go eat a barbecue as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, we I mean we covered the ticket prices and it's it is tough. I, I wanted to say so much about the ticket prices, but it's I think we'll um we'll, we'll leave it for a second. Um care I see a few people going back to oh there you go, new member, there you go. Where is it? Uh, I think Supreme Once myself, Bartley was even linked to a sale ticket, Bartley was the player sports would like to see at Rangers. Um and I, I know it's sort of jumping back to Barkley a little bit, but I mean striker, midfielder, I, I think we touched last night on the fact that we, we're pretty happy in the in the goalkeeping department with with the money we've just spoke about with with tickets do you think that Rangers sort of owe us a signing or two before before the window closes I think in likelihood they'll probably have, they'll probably want people off the books before they bring anybody in we can't have a big squad paying money when players only want to be in the, in the first team or even that's it in the bench so I think we'll have the other one or two before we bring anybody in. There's not a lot of time left, but we need to bring a striker in. But they probably will. They probably try, but who's to see it will happen? Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, I know I know what was wanting to to talk about that, but we've got, we've got plenty of stuff coming up. We've got another phone as as Mark's put in the chat there. We've got another phone on Friday, so I'm sure that that I've, I mean that could be going on for a long, long time. I'm not sure who's on that. Um, but I think that's going to be a long one. Um, so see if we've got anything else. Um, Elaine, on uh, Tuesday, so tomorrow we've got the the home game between the South and the Cup, of course. Um, we already know we're going to get Divine at right back. Uh, Kerr said, you know, he's, he pretty much would want you know all eleven changes. Um, what what are you thinking for this? I mean, I've seen a few people calling for Lovelace as well. Do you think? There's, there's an outside possibility that, that Lovelace gets some minutes? Uh, yeah, I think there probably is an outside chance. Uh, I certainly would hope that he'd make the squad. Um, with regards to, I mean, we were talking yesterday about does Cholak play because he is the real only recognised fit striker. And the general kind of consensus was no, especially with the week that we've got coming up. Don't risk him. Um, I'm not a massive fan of underestimating the Cups. I think we still need to put a strong team out. But I think we've got the depth where, as Kerr said last night, we might make potentially 11 changes. But um, we do have the depth to at least have first-team players in that squad or, or in the team in the starting 11. And we've still got the, the squad to have enough experience that's starting um, that should be able to give get kind of the right mix between the youngsters. Um, with regards to Lovelace, why not? Do you know, if, if you've got Cholak on the bench, if you've got, you know, as I said before, someone said Sakala play up top, I think we'll get a fairly good idea if you know, if Sakala does or not. If he doesn't, if Sakala doesn't feature tomorrow, then he's as well going because it's clear that Gio, Gio doesn't trust him uh, or just doesn't fancy him. So um, why why not? Um, at least bring him on um, if we can. I know you know, I see that he's, he's really young, but I think he was brought to the club with a view of developing him into a first-team player. So why not at least have him in about the squad tomorrow for the experience of it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, completely agree. I mean, I, and I would personally love to see Lovelace. Um, okay, I mean... It already looks like you're, you're saving some money on the uh, the electric there, so uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be straight on for your tickets. You're on mute. <laughs> um, My tickets are coming out in Thursday. I need to see if you are, did I say? 
<laughs> uh, so if everyone um, watching the, the, the phone lines will um, will close shortly so if, if there are any last minute calls you want to, any points you want to make you can go back to any points we made for the ticket prices Barkley, Devine, Sikowski any, anything you want to make um, last chance, last orders for your, for your calls there um, so yeah Kev, just just on um, you know I, I know you're, you're quite up to date with, with the uh, B team and, and the under 18 team is there any I know you've said your 11 changes but are there any sort of outside chances you think have a realistic chance like Lovelace, like Robbie uh, that these guys could maybe start or at least see some minutes? I think Robbie Ewan, mate. I don't know if Zach will. I don't know because he's still 16. I think he's doing really well with the B team. And you never know. It would, it would be nice to see, but you never know. But I think Robbie, I've just said that, Curry, I'm going to have the candles out in a minute. Uh, I don't want to burn the place <laughs> down right enough. Uh, but I think you'll see Robbie tomorrow night playing in a don't know if he'll start, but I think you'll see him playing. But I think Sakala, if Sakala doesn't start up top, then he'll be away before Thursday. Because I think if he can't start up top against Queen of South, then you're basically not really going to play, are you? I mean, people are saying Katic, but I don't even think Katic will be in the squad. I think they're trying very difficult to either punt him or just pay him off. Yeah, and, and I mean, very, very quickly then, Elaine, um, the, the, the big one just after that, on Saturday, um, and again, you know, as as it goes on, more more's come back to me from last night from from the hangover. But um, <laughs> I, I know we touched on the on the Saturday game there, and, and you know who might play, who might start. How how important do you think this is is going to be that Geo gets this absolutely bang on, even this early in the season? Um, yeah, I do you know I, th- I think it's really important, and I think I, I said last night. It sounds nuts when we are still in August. I know by by the weekend it'll be September, but it sounds nuts to be talking about must-win games and season-defining weeks. But we'll look ahead to the you know, tomorrow. I th- the one thing I would say is I think it's really important we don't underestimate tomorrow. We do have we've got we've got four big games coming up. We don't just have three big games coming up, and I really hope that. As much as Geo might have one eye on the weekend and what's coming, the players need to be fully focused on tomorrow. Um, we need to go out, do a convincing job, um, and hopefully with doing you know a good amount of rotation, the boys that come in will really want to will really want to earn their, their jersey and give Geo something to talk about, given how thick and fast that the games are going to come. That said, um, huge huge games. I think at this point, um, exactly what Kerr said yesterday was we're not going to, you know, Celtic aren't going to drop a lot of points. Um, hopefully we're not either, but we've already slipped up, albeit you could go into the ins and outs of why. Um, to go five points behind at this point, although we've got three games, uh, three old firm games still to play, would be fairly catastrophic, I think. It's not unrecoverable, but you just don't want to be in that, pos- that position. The other thing as well is Win and it lays down a marker. I think the one the one positive that you could possibly take about their result of the weekend is that, uh, as much as they'll be going in confident, I think that they think, and a lot of the fans think that they only need to turn up at the weekend and, and, and they'll win. And you know, hopefully, hopefully we're in the right mindset. Hopefully, um, Geo gets it spot on. And I think you know, um, maybe surprise a few people. Uh, and, and go and put put a marker down, uh, and I think if we can do that, it sets us up really well for for what could be a really important week for the club. Yeah, definitely. And there is a point that you just made that I really want to come back to. Just a couple of questions, quick. Um, 
who am I? Is Ben Davis injured? We believe that Ben Davis isn't injured. Um, there's actually a private mm-hmm. personal family matter that he's currently got going on. So he's been given a sort of leave of absence from the club. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not sure when he'll be back, but obviously we hope that everything is going to work out okay for him. Um, and where's Martin and JD? Martin is man in the phones. So if you do want to hear any, I don't, I don't know if Martin even answers or if he just puts them through, but he, um, he is on the phone. So you do get to be close to him, at least if you call up. And JD's causing absolute havoc in the comments. So, <laughs> um, so Kay, yeah, just on a, on a point Elaine made there, like um, with their result, thinking that, you know, if they turn up, they win. It seems, I don't know if you've seen this, but it seems that a few of the pundits think that as well. I think it's come out that Sunis is as fearing for, for Rangers going to Barkhead and, and Simon Jordan on, on TalkSport as well saying similar. Do you, I mean, is this just a case of, you know, people see a scoreline and, and just think, oh my God. I think we get that every season when we play Celtic, don't we? We always get like Celtic are the better side, Celtic are this, Celtic are that. Celtic are playing well. I mean, we know they're playing well, they've not lost, they're scoring a lot of goals, but you look at it on the other side, have they actually played anybody half decent yet? And I'm not being disrespectful to the teams they've played, but we played qualifying games in Europe, who have they actually played against? Do you know what I mean? They're not the Kilmarnock, the United. It's not like they've been against a team who have went for them. They've been against a team who has teams are sitting back. And I'll just like to say, Stuart, I'm getting a lot of grief in this chat because I'm sitting in the dark. So I'm taking a lot of, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of the shine off you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I've not got a word out for me. I just can't be bored moving to turn the lights switch on. Because <laughs> uh, I thought we were finishing shortly. So if I do go black, at least you'll still see my chain off my glasses right enough. Uh, no, no, look, look, at, look at this for your care, eh? Jim's putting some money in the meter for you. Um, Jim, thank you very, very much. £10. Thanks, so, Jim, so but nice Martin will steal that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to the weekend. It will be a tough game because, like I say, they're playing well, but I always think they're more dramatised media than anybody Celtic. It doesn't matter how bad or how good anybody else is. Celtic are the team that everybody, the media seem to love and they can never do anything wrong. Even when we won the league, they're still talking about it was more about how bad Celtic we are and actually how good we were. And I know it's probably a bit of both, but I'm more scared for Celtic games. It's everybody else who play against them scared of dropping points. Celtic don't bother me. Yeah, no, and um, Arcadia Grounds, it's this game that I'm really excited for, to be honest. So, you know, this this is what we're all about. This is this is where we can see, and, it, and it's the closest thing we're going to get to, you know, a big test on the European stage. Um, the phone lines are now closed. Um, take the shot. <laughs> there you go, Stephen. She could do a sit in that. Yes, that's the problem. The problem is I sit right under a light as well, and I just shaved my head, so I knew it was a recipe for disaster. Um, but yeah, so, so see, I mean, see, going back to one thing that you just you just uh, touched on, and I know it's it's total sacrilege, and never thought I'd be saying this, but soon as it's starting to annoy me. <laughs> So see, talk, see now he's in talk sport as well. Honestly, I never thought I'd see the day where I'm just. Um, there's been quite a few things recently where I've just thought, mm, I, and I'm not talking about uh, when you got pelters for saying it, it, it's a man's mm. game or anything like that because I thought that was totally spun, um, and and didn't agree with that at all. But um, the, there's certain kind of hot takes, and it's it's sort of talk sport all over, isn't it? That um, you say something you know, put the rod out and just or open the can of worms. But um yeah, Sunis is definitely um 
had have you had a few things recently that I'm just not not 100 percent sure about? Yeah, I completely agree. And, and and like you know, you, you spot on with what you say. Talk sport, that's that's their mo, isn't it? They they're just going to say whatever they think people will be angry at and and get them to call in. Um, Breezer seventy seven, thank you very much for your pound. Um, get a load of donations tonight. So hopefully, uh, Kerr can have his lights on tomorrow night and uh, <laughs> at least watch the game. And uh, any info about the Rangers TikTok before we finish? Yeah, Martin's um, looking up all the latest trends, so he's going to be doing some flossing and some dances <laughs> and all this sort of stuff for the TikTok. So you definitely want to subscribe there. Uh, Rangers underscore Rabble uh, is our TikTok, so you can go check that out and and hopefully uh, Martin will upload some more stuff for us. Um, so before we go, just see if there's anyone. I think someone did put a really good point here that I just wanted to touch on, if I can see it. Paul, form goes out the window for an old phone game. I mean, always for a rivalry, right? Is is that's got to be the case? It doesn't matter what you win by at the weekend. It does. No time at Paul when I went out the window for an old firm game is when we had Pedro as manager, Graham Murray as manager. We've only <laughs> really good day seasons. Uh, Matt Warburton went through a spell where Celtic were beating us quite comfortable I think they, if they beat us that much they got us to keep at one point but no nowadays it's it's it can go either way the whoever turns up and whoever shows that who wants to win it most in the weekend and I think the thing all game still haunts us but if we play the way we can play I don't fear yeah definitely and um I think you know just I was just literally just about to wrap this up but um I did just want to just bring this up I think it's uh this be a summer one to end on uh Jake and slowly for the last week so Stephen, I really, really hope things are better and, and you know, really helpful. We're really happy that we can be helpful. And, um, you know, we're all on Twitter, I think. So if anyone does ever feel the need of this, because, you know, things do get tough at times. I've been through it myself and, and I'm sure plenty of other people have. So, you know, you can reach out to, to any one of us on Twitter and I'm sure we'll respond in, in the best way we can because um, times aren't easy and uh, the ticket pricing certainly isn't helping, but... <laughs> You know, we're all in this together as, as Rangers fans, so I think I'd love to, you know, if, if anyone ever needs to reach out, then I'd like to say that we're, we're definitely all here for you. Um, so on that, I think we will uh, end the show just there, guys. So thank you very much for joining. Thank you for all your donations. We've had two extra members come in, so Mark can type all these. I think it's eight members to go now, and, and, and we hit the big number. Um, but, yeah, thank you for all our callers. And I think, uh, lastly, just got to say thanks to Elaine. Thank you, and yeah, just totally reiterate what you're saying. So take care, Stephen, uh, and yeah, everyone else. We're we're always here. Brilliant, and thank you, Kay. Yeah, all the best, Stephen. And next time I'm here, guys, I'll promise the lights will be on. But I'll probably <laughs> better. I'm better than even them off. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.